0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to CBBalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th. So you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division One teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link.
2: Welcome back to the Field of 68's off-season grade series. And Jeff, today we get to talk about your honorary favorite team, the Indiana Hoosiers. Jeff, I've gotten to know you a little bit over the last few years, and I just love when your eyes light up when you talk about Mike Woodson and Hoosier basketball. And, Jeff, this offseason has been different for the Hoosiers, I would say. Some very new faces with a lot of talent are in, and one of the best players the program has seen in a very long time is out. That would be Trace Jackson Davis, Golden State Warriors' own TJD. Jalen Hood Shafino is also gone after a great one and done season, but they also lost some vets in Race Thompson, Miller Cop, and his Twitter threads. Jordan Geronimo, Tamar Bates. Coming back, not too many names here, Jeff Malik Renault, Trey Galloway, Xavier Johnson is back after being shut down at the end of last season. And then new faces, Kelloware, Ware, a very high rated recruit that had an iffy year at Oregon last year, Mackenzie Mbako is now a Hoosier after making a decision very recently. Peyton Sparks and Gabe Cups are also in. What do you make of this?
3: I mean, it's a completely revamped team. And uh while I like the accumulation of talent here, and man, they're they're a little bit fortunate they got Xavier Johnson back, right? He got the waiver after playing ele- in 11 games. He put like 9 minutes too many. But he got the waiver. I'm glad to see the NCAA making the right decision there and giving him another year. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think time will tell whether this team – I'm all about roster construction, Greg. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I love the roster construction because I'm also all about shooting. And if you don't have enough perimeter shooting, I think you're going to be in trouble when it matters most, which is the NCAA tournament. I think Indiana is going to win enough games this year in the regular season. They'll be good enough um but i think sometimes i say this and it's not like i'm taking a shot at mike woodson i'm just saying like sometimes i think mike woodson is still coaching like he's back in like the 80s or 90s <laughs> instead of moving forward with the way basketball has um you know uh adapted here he's not adapting with uh the game a little bit and uh we'll see i mean maybe malik Renault will be a guy who could step out and shoot threes or Khalil Weir will be that way. Um, But again, looking at their roster right now, and don't try to tell me like Trey Galloway is going to shoot 45% for three again, because because <laughs> I don't think he will. I think he, he was a beneficiary of a lot, a lot, a lot of uncontested threes because of Trace, because of Jalen, because of Ray stop Like there were a lot of guys there. Um I don't, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to think about him, but Again, and I love, listen, I was the guy who said a year and a half ago, I thought Mackenzie Mbako was arguably maybe the number one player in the country at that point, coming out of the summer. Now he he fallen off last year a little bit. Um uh, I, I just Mbako where um you know to me, you know, I, I just I don't know if they fit. Uh, together with Renew on the front line, like those three guys, just don't. I don't think Mbako is a three. I think he's a four, and I don't know who can guard a three, and I don't know who can step out. I think, you know, the court's going to be a little clogged, and if and if X isn't making shots, and Galloway kind of goes back to what he was, which is a, a, an average three point shooter, I don't know, man. Like I, again, they'll win games, but I don't know if they'll do anything in the tournament.
2: Yeah, I think they'll win games partially because they're in the Big Ten, or as I affectionately call it, the Little Ten over the last year and a half. Uh, Well, that's because your Michigan Wolverines are (laughs) as little as it gets in the Little Ten right now. We are doing our best to make it easy on the rest of the conference, Jeff. Okay. But I, like, I look at this roster, I step back and I just feel like I'm looking at, like, a. 2008 Detroit Pistons roster that had like Josh Smith, Greg Monroe and Andre Drummond on it together. <laughs> like it, it was gross and it was talented, but it was gross. And I, I don't know, I like, I'm trying to find what the they're not plotting. Is. Listen, listen, I- I'll push back a
3: little bit on what you said. and What I said, they're not plotting bigs. Okay. Yeah. They're, 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 they're versatile bigs in a way, but can they, can any of them, step out and legitimately be a threat to space the court as, as kind of, you know, face up fours or, or fives. I I just, they haven't shown that yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think the nice thing, if I want to play optimist for Indiana fans, I think the nice thing is all three of them think they can do that. I just don't know if I'm confident they actually can. Um, M- Mbako was huge. That was a big ad, especially late in the cycle, right? Because this team needed an inflection of talent. He's one of the most talented players that made a decision to to play college basketball somewhere since last season has ended to now. um I I just really don't like what is there on paper for this backcourt, and I kind of kept waiting, like like the weeks were going by in the off season into June, and I'm like. Uh, isn't Indiana just going to get some veteran guards somewhere that I really trust. And never it just, it. it never really happened. And it yeah. feels like they're risking everything. Not that this team ever was like going to be a top five team. Cause it's impossible to replace TJD and Fino and it stay super relevant. Right. But like, it feels like they're risking whatever next season is going to be. On Xavier Johnson, and that is not a risk I would want to make at all after him coming off an extended stretch of not playing. And quite frankly, the way he looked before he went down last season. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, listen, he, he, he can be erratic.
3: There's no doubt about it. Um, but he's also old now he's old now, you know, is he thinking it's his team? Well, it is in the backcourt. It is his team. He's going to have the ball in his hands more than anybody else. Um, so like his upside is there. We know that when he played well, two years ago in the, in in the big 10 tournament and the NCAA tournament, they were, they were pretty good, especially Mm -hmm. in the big 10 tournament when they went in that run. Um, so I think if he plays at a high level and he's the X factor, like he is the X factor because if he doesn't play well, they're in trouble and he's got to play well, scoring the ball and keeping everybody happy. He's got some mouths to feed on this team and trust me those dudes they're all playing for the nba all three of those big guys yeah. are thinking right now they're going into the season as first round picks yeah. so like that's hard to keep all those dudes happy when x is also thinking he's playing for 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 a pro whatever it is whether it's a chance to play in the nba whether it's overseas whether it's a two way whatever it is that's a lot of dudes right now that are going to be hungry for their numbers
2: yeah. Can I bet the under on how many first round picks there are here? Can we talk to our friends at Pet rivers, and figure that You're out? Going zero. I I think I'm going zero. I think I'm going zero. And I know Kalil is very highly ranked on a lot of those boards right now. Um, I don't really see that yet. To be honest, I'd like to see him have a good season. I don't either. College I'm with you. There, I
3: didn't see so. it. in. I didn't see it in AU. I haven't seen it at Oregon yet. And um, yeah, I mean, listen, the One thing I'll say, and, and we gotta give Mike Woodson a ton of credit for is how Trace developed mm-hmm. right under him. Like, look at what he did for now. Trace was putting up numbers the year before. It wasn't like he, he went from like nothing to, to the second best player in, in college basketball, but man, his development and and how hard he played consistently and his passing ability, like that staff did a really good job with Trace. Can they do similar things with some of these other bigs, especially where who has a little bit of a knock of maybe not playing hard consistently, kind of like Trace did? But you know, Trace, I think his approach was a little more um, uh, professional, maybe going into even last year, where where Khalil, like, yeah, he needs to he needs to grow up. He's been told how good he he was mm-hmm. for for a couple of years, and he really hadn't done a whole lot to to warrant
2: that yeah all right so let's let's move to expectations i alluded to it the big 10 has been down which uh if you step back like i I get i'm a big 10 guy but it's kind of wild that we're talking about how down this conference is when purdue was what they were last year and they're back like it's a little crazy to try to square those two things but it's true what's your expectation for indiana are they a tournament team on paper can they exceed beyond that
1: Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy. But by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free 1 year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com/field68 backslash that's field 68 f i e l d the number 6 the number 8 and you can get yours now so check it out and help support this show
3: thanks yeah they're a tournament team i mean listen To me, I would say, if this team finishes in the top four or five in, in the Big Ten and gets two wins in in in, in March, that's that's a really good season. A really good season. Um, I don't I don't see any real way that like I guess if Xavier Johnson gets hurt again, could they be an NIT team? Maybe, but I'll tell you what, like I don't think Gabe Cups is ready by any means, physically, but man, like he knows how to play. Like With all that talent out there, actually, I wonder if you could see a scenario where you're playing Cups and X together Mm -hmm. and letting X just go score, shoot the ball, score the ball, Cups with four dudes around him that can score the ball? I don't know. I kind of wouldn't mind seeing that for a few minutes, Um, but again, I don't know if Cups is ready physically yet.
2: Yeah, it'll be, that's one of the things I want to keep my eye on, especially early in the season, because if that's the sell, I like that infinitely more than we're going to let X rock with all these dudes in the front court who also think they're first round picks.
3: Yeah. I think you start with X and see how it, how it goes, see how he's able to balance scoring and, and distributing. But I think you got a guy in cups that if everybody else is showing, they can score. Yeah. Like. You know, you got some versatility. The kid, Ja'Kai Newton, was a top-hundred player uh, coming off the bench. at the Caleb Banks showed promise at times last year he, he should get more minutes. Again, roster construction is – like, you can accumulate talent all you want, but if you don't have the right pieces, I don't care how much talent you have.
2: Yep. Yeah, the puzzle has to fit together. We've seen that time and time again. All right, let's give them an official grade. What is the Jeff Goodman grade for Indiana basketball's offseason?
3: You know, they got talent to be relevant. You know, that that's that's a key, right? They got Khalil Ware. They got Mbako. Those were huge, two huge ones. You know, Peyton Sparks, we haven't talked about him. He'll be great off the bench. Coming from Ball State, where he put up like 19 a game, like Anthony Walker will be great as your like fifth big like they actually did a good job there, but they did. Like Anthony yeah. Walker's, he's been a part of, you know, a team that's won a lot of games over the last year and done something in the NCAA tournament two years in a row. So I kind of like that as a piece, as a program guy. You know, I'll give him. I think I'll give him a B plus. I think I can give him a B plus and, and feel pretty good about it because again, you're still relevant, Greg. Like you lost a ton, a, a ton. You lost a lottery pick and the second best player in college basketball, maybe not a lottery pick. Jalen was just outside of it uh, at like 17, the Lakers, Mm -hmm. whatever it was, but, but you're still nationally relevant for the second straight year at Indiana basketball. That hasn't happened in a while.
2: Yeah. I don't know how long they're going to be nationally relevant for. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback and people are going to come all over me for this. I I despise that, but I, I, I give this a C and I could go lower on this, to be honest, but I'm going to give Mike Woodson the credit that if you just made a list, if you forgot about how basketball actually looks on the floor, if you just made a list of the most talented guys in this conference that were additions in this offseason, they've got two of the most talented, maybe the two most talented in this conference. It's hard for me to give it a much lower grade than a C, given that. But like you said, I don't see how this fits whatsoever. I don't think they solved anything in the backcourt. If this was just a thing where every single night you were going to play your five best big men against another school, they'd probably win every single night. But outside of that, I really think there's disaster potential with this roster. Um, I know you spoke to, hey, th- this is a tournament team. I don't know that I'd go that far. I think they're going to have a chance. I think they're on the bubble. But I think if there's that got one the team... the rest of the little ten.
3: Check out the rest of Little
2: If there's one team I'm – set because they're in that little middle, right, with, like, Wisconsin, with Maryland, with uh, Ohio State. I'd buy all three of the other teams over this Indiana roster on paper. And we'll see if I'm right. We'll see if I'm wrong. Listen, I I just hope –
3: I'm just praying that my daughter's professors in Bloomington aren't as as tough at grading her as uh you were on the indiana hoosiers
2: hey i'm tough and uh i think that's my highest big 10 grade i've gotten out this (laughs) offseason so far we'll see all right thanks for watching this if you want all of our offseason grade videos they are on the field of 68 youtube channel uh we've got about 40 of these that we are working our way through for jeff goodman my name is greg waddell and we will see you next time